Hello, folks. Welcome to another fun-filled Wii Top 10 mini-podcast. This is a a third-party podcast. It's number eight. It's Muramasa the Demon Blade. Uh, I'm Zachary Miller here with Andrew Brown. Morning. And Carmine Red. Oboro Muramasa, Yotoren. Thanks. I, I, I probably horribly butchered it, but I just had to try it. Had to try it. Uh, Muramasa, developed by VanillaWare, the people who brought you uh, Grim Grimori, uh, Odin Sphere, Princess Crown, and later uh, next year, early next year, Dragon's Crown. Um, these guys specialize in 2D uh, sprite-based uh, games. Yeah. Tapestries, <laughs> nice word. There you go, tapestries. Um, they've really only made two... Uh, uh, side-scrolling games, and those were Odin Sphere and Muramasa. The Grim Grimori and Princess Crown, I think they're both strategy RPGs. Um, correct me if I'm wrong about uh, Princess Crown, but I, I believe it is. And Dragon's Crown is going to be a beat-em-up. Uh, actually, not too much unlike the game we're talking about tonight. Uh, Muramasa is uh, kind of a uh, two games in one. You get to you get to choose a character, uh, both uh, and and play through the entire game um, with different bosses and I think different locations. Yes. And uh, it's it's actually a pretty full featured game. Each campaign is probably what ten hours long. And it's worth it to play through both. Actually, they, it's one of those things where you play through it, you see this story, you <coughs> see this perspective, and then yeah. you play through it again. Yeah, so it, yeah. It becomes layered. And you can um you can upgrade your weapons differently based on who you pick. Well, yes. Yeah. Uh yeah, when you've completed both campaigns, you actually have the option to go back and revisit the the character specific areas with the other character and uh, unlock additional swords and that uh, uh I I believe the abstract of my article I'm writing is got to wield them all. There uh <laughs> there are actually 108 different uh, swords to collect throughout Ooh, this me. game. And I, I'm not sure it may be based on the 108 earthly desires of Buddhism. Uh, that's a big thing with the uh, the Bushido sword style. Oh. I'm, I'm not sure, but that might be a, an inspiration there. That's interesting. I, I know you can kind of accidentally lock yourself out from getting certain swords. Uh, it, you, your swords kind of go down a path, um, I think, based on your level um, and your yeah, well, it's, I, I, I actually forget what it's based on, but you can lock yourself out of certain paths down I the upgrade chain. didn't think you could. As long as you actually have all of the swords above that particular blade, it, it's available to get. Okay. I, I, yes, I know you... I got... I beat uh, Momohime's chapter, uh, and at the end of the game, I was not able to upgrade any further, even though there were swords below uh, my current uh... stuff. Oh, those are unlockable ones from the extra bosses in the extra mode oh, afterwards. Okay, okay. Sounds <laughs> See, like you're not quite done with the game, huh? No, you're, I, you're you're less than a third of the way through. I need to play through the other dude's campaign now. I, now I need to play both of them again because my Wii's save data was destroyed. I think but, we all uh, played as as Mobile Him at first. Got to go with the, <laughs> the hot chick. Um, yes. Which uh, is interesting to note. Momohime literally means Princess Peach. Are you kidding me? Oh, oh, oh that's funny. I totally yeah. didn't get it. <laughs> what's what's the so what's awesome. the name uh, of the guy? Kate, 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 I think. That's right. 
I, I'm not sure of the, the meaning of his name. I, I just thought it was hilarious. Oh, Momo is Peach and, and Hime is like princess. So. Oh, that's too funny. Yeah. I, uh, I, the, the thing I like most about this game, you know, it is a very repetitious game. You know, you go into a room, you kill a hundred dudes, you move on to the next uh, area, you kill a hundred dudes, you keep going. Um, but it's just so beautiful. It's such a beautiful, good-looking game, mm-hmm. and uh, and so it it could be the same bad guy over and over again. And I wouldn't care because it's such a a stunningly good-looking game. This is VanillaWare's, you know, this is what they do best. Yeah, and yeah. honestly, I don't think it's um, you know, there's, there's game systems. You've got the game system of playing it, the gameplay, the fighting, and then you've got some other meta game systems like the forging of your weapons and you know managing your food. I don't think that's a bad thing that the game doesn't go way too crazy on stuff like that. I don't think it's bad. I think it is a simple game, well done. And they they kept it, you know, they didn't add too much craziness to it, and then they just polished the hell out of it. Yeah. And I think that's fine for a game to be that. Yeah. You could actually go through the game without doing any of the the sword upgrades or or any of the item management or or all the equipment you can collect and all that it's solely there optional i mean it it makes the game easier and you can get a lot further with it but the the fact that it's not emphasized and it's not dependent on that then it's really good yeah and And the the music is the music's great too oh Oh, yes Uh, absolutely everything is taken out of uh, edo period japan uh, even the the map screens are are based on the original sixteen sixteen forty, I think. The the maps that they used to have that they've got in like museums and stuff. Um, the the layering of uh, as you said, the game is so beautiful. There's got to be at least what ten layers per per background. I don't know about ten, but there are a lot. Yes, and they're all and and the most impressive ones have some animation in them. Oh yeah, the the cornfields with all the like the wheat mm-hmm. blowing in the wind, or the oceans. Oh yeah. And, um, and uh, can I also say I just love the fact that they kept the Japanese language voice and oh, yeah. subtitles. Yes, you know that just absolutely. adds the whole thing. You know they made definitely the right choice there. I really do feel like, you know, I'm I'm in some sort of a Kira Kurosawa movie or samurai movie. It's just it just fully immerses you. Yeah, it does. And. uh I, I wanted to see if you guys like this too, but can I just say the food in this game? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Uh, there, there's there's some, something about games and food for me when it's in there. It's like when I was young, River City Ransom, you'd know, you'd go in and I'd buy an apple pie and a smile. In this game, oh my god, even making rice balls. And, and, and this is how you use jiggle physics, people. You know, <laughs> you need jiggle physics for like Flan and soup. <laughs> that is good stuff. Mochi balls. Oh my god! This is not a game to play when you are hungry. Oh, uh, I smell a feature in the near future. The, the culinary <laughs> there, delights of games. There were a few of those uh, those food items that uh, you buy that I kind of wanted to eat after I saw them. Oh yeah, it's touches like that that I, I'm like I'm happy that it's the developer took this game, and they knew what they were going to make. They knew how far they were going to go, and then they knew what they were going to obsess over, you know, stuff like food, stuff like the backgrounds. Yeah. 
the attention to detail in, in absolutely everything. I, I was actually just playing it uh, an hour ago, uh, going through the, I think it's Hida, the, the snowy mountain per, uh, area, and uh, yeah. you, you stop to stand still, and there's little frost coming off the, the breath of the characters. Yeah. There's, uh, the snowflakes reflect with what you're doing as you run past. It, it's amazing. They... I don't know how they managed to take a, a 2D style and just put so much so much depth to it. It's uh, incredible. Well, it's definitely one of the... It might be the best-looking 2D game on the system. Mm, uh, Wario War- Land yeah. comes close, but yeah. Which Oh, yeah, Wario Land comes very close, but it's... it's Wario Land, yeah, but Wario Land doesn't have those backgrounds, man. Yeah, Wario's and more about the smooth movements and yeah. the, the animation, whereas this is uh, this is this just is all blowing. animation, man. Yeah. Have you have you guys played Odin Sphere? No, no but seen I, it? after playing this, I want to. It's it's just as good looking. Um, if you guys have, if either of you have a PS3, it's a PlayStation Two classic, and it runs better on the PS3. It, has real frame rate problems on the PS2, but uh, it's it's the exact same kind of thing. Gorgeous animated layered backgrounds and and kind of multi segmented uh, character sprites, just amazing. The, these guys these guys do what they do very very well. The masters of their craft. Mm. Yeah, and it sort of makes me really happy that 2D is seeing a resurgence now, and we have examples like this to point at and say, and say, you know, 2D, there's still new places to go with it, and you can still do art styles that are just absolutely outstanding with modern hardware. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And I, I, I want there to be, continue to be 2D games forever. I think there was a time when, you know, I guess the early arts uh, where you didn't see a lot of 2Ds, and then it's yeah. coming back, and that's a good thing for gaming, I think. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, I don't know if I don't know if this game could run on it, but I think uh, <clears throat> Muramasa would look really spectacular on the 3DS with the layered backgrounds. <laughs> oh my gosh! Right. Wouldn't we have we have to get in touch with Vanillaware. Make another one. There you go. Heck, just port it. Yeah, port, port it, it and add some. <laughs> I'll buy it again. Yeah, I would too. I, oh. I, you know, I I like portable games more than uh, console games because I can play them wherever I wherever I happen to be. Um, and um, although Muramasa does lend itself to longer playthroughs, longer sessions, uh, but you know, with the 3DS, you could just close it and put it to sleep. So, yeah. I would like to see that someday. Yes. Um, oh, I just remembered you mentioned earlier about the uh, the repetition. Uh, I did notice uh, a lot of the background areas are the same, but as you said, since they're so absolutely gorgeous to look at you you could continue doing it for forever and um uh there was uh one thing i wanted to say about that what was it i'm not sure i will come back to this well the only way isn't uh isn't it's sort of like they're not a big developer right i mean my understanding is they're they specialize in these and they're what mid-sized a little smaller they're a pretty small developer Yeah, so I really think, again, the impressive thing with games like this is for them to say, we know our limits, and then we know where we can really excel. Yes. You know? and, and, and the problem with, especially with video games nowadays, it's, it's more and more and more and more. You know, just because you can add this and this and this 
Yeah, like multiplayer in Metroid Prime 2. <laughs> yeah. But, um, <laughs> but I, I really appreciate restraint because sometimes that's the harder path to choose. And then when, when It's the harder path, that, and it forces you to be more creative. Yes, and you see that with a game like this. You see where they were able to redirect their energy. Yes. So, I mean, and, and again, I, I think if you think about it, like a lot of games in the NES area, we it doesn't have to be new every second. It just has to be good gameplay, and it has to be something there to compel you to move you forward. You yeah. know, I mean, I did tons of repetitive stuff on the NES, on the Super NES, and even today in a lot of games. It's sure. not so much that I need the gameplay to be different every time. I just need a reason to keep playing it, and I need to know why I'm playing it, you know? Yeah. And I think yes. Muramasa does that. I think, I think I need to start replaying Muramasa now. I'm kind of, uh, kind of psyched <laughs> up. Uh, one thing I do want to say uh, about the game is that uh, the character design, not just the good guys, but the oh, support yes. characters and the bad guys and the bosses are all really inventive. Oh, my God. Great. Uh, yes. And the bosses are huge. Everything is taken strictly out of uh, Japanese folklore. There's like the Oni demons, the the water yeah. kappa turtles, everything like that. But the designs are so unique. I I've never seen them portrayed in this particular style before. And uh, as I said before, the layering, even the layering of the sprites themselves, there's the different arm movement as opposed to the body, and that it just gives yeah. everything this sort of three dimensional look, even though it looks like a, a moving painting. Yeah. I, I love it. I, it's, I just, it's, yeah, I don't. I think we're actually uh, underselling the 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 quality of what they did with this, the animations in this game and how they were able to get essentially two D. You know, they could look like just basic two D puppets, but it looked natural. You know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Absolutely. And it's it's because you don't have that. Uh, you know, if you go back to a game like what Super Castlevania Four, when you have multi-sprite bosses with different moving parts. They're really just, you can tell that they're, you know, an arm mm -hmm. pasted over a body yeah. and a head pasted on. They all have different animation uh, frames. But with Muramasa, you, it's pretty clear when you pay attention to it that each, you know, different body part is a separate layer with separate animation, but they integrate all the all the different layers of the character so well that you just don't really notice unless you really look for it, if that makes any sense at all. It, it does, yes, yeah. I, I was reminded of the, the jiggle physics again. <laughs> those those Yuki Onas, the snow women. Yay. Oh, yeah, and I was uh, also Momohime's uh, fox, fox friend. <laughs> yes. Oh. The other guy has a fox friend as well. She's, but she's I think not she as, has uh, a huge ass, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jiggle physics are best when used on mochi balls, okay? Just there. <laughs> on big spheres, Carmine. Big spheres. <laughs> well, then just um, make me a giant mochi ball and call it a day. Uh, I maybe, wanted to, to speak about the difficulty of the game. Uh, it's It progresses really well. Uh, I wanted to point out there was there's actually two difficulties that are open up as you start the game. But unlike just, oh, this is a harder version of the game, I thought it was interesting that they have different focuses on different playstyles. Uh, I think they're Muso and Shura, which I, I do have the translation here. I went to the trouble of that. Uh, Muso means unparalleled, where uh, it focuses more on the exploration and the leveling up, 
and just the, the looking at everything as you go along. And uh, basically you can cut through enemies like they're made of warm butter. It's, it's actually quite a satisfying thing to beat up a ton of enemies in a, a matter of seconds or whatever. <laughs> but um, uh, to uh, oppose that, the, the Shura, which means scene of carnage, rather than just being a difficult or, or a more difficult version of the same game, it focuses more on the, the battling itself, and you actually need to specifically use each of the, the blocking and the evasion techniques thoroughly, and each battle in itself is its own, uh, I guess, its own style of game. And the, they're two very different experiences, and it's just playing the same game in slightly different ways, and it's a, another just a, another way to make the game m that much more creative. I, I like that. That's cool. I'll, I'll have to... Maybe when I I start it up here, I'll try I'll play as the as the guy because I didn't play as him before, and I'll try that uh, the first mode you talked about because I don't play I didn't play that mode the second to the first time I played. Okay. Um, that that's cool that I didn't know that. Uh, before we wrap it up, I would like to say that people who really like this game can buy a pretty awesome figure of Momohime. Coming out uh, the end of the year, I think. End of the year. It's it's a second run, actually. She's she's been out before. She uh, sold out like hotcakes last time. Oh yeah, she she sold out real quick. And then they're <laughs> they're coming out with a figure of Momohime's fox buddy. Oh really? Yeah, it's <laughs> unpainted right now, but it's it's <laughs> in prototype. Damn it. Uh, I'm broke. Just updated, Zach. Um, oh, I will. Don't um, worry. Oh, I already have Momohime on on order, and you guys can look forward to a Mario Bilia in the future oh, when it does come through. So. I'm excited about that. I uh, I missed the pre-order on that one. I'll have to get it on uh, my figure collection someday when somebody's selling it. Good luck. But it's gorgeous. It's so detailed. It looks exactly like her in the game. It's really incredible. <coughs> So, final thoughts, gents? What's what, what one thing you have to say about the game? Go, Carmine. A simple game, well done, mochi balls. <laughs> <laughs> I would have to say art in motion. You need to play this. Yes. Uh, I would say much the same thing. I'd say that it's one of the most beautiful games on the system, and uh, even if you don't like brawlers, you should play it just to watch it, because it's you'll never see anything like it on the Wii. So, there you have it. Uh, Moramasa the Demon Blade out from VanillaWare. Uh, did Xseed publish it here? Uh, uh, yes, I think so. I know okay. in PAL regions, uh, Australia and UK, it was Rising Star Games. Okay, I know it's not Atlas. Yeah, uh, yeah so it must be Xseed. But it's it's a great game. You you If you haven't played it, it Ignition, must... maybe? Ignition. Oh, Ignition. Yeah. I think you're right. It is Ignition. They're, they're, uh, I, f I always forget they exist. Um, uh, but if if you don't have this game, it, it's got to be cheap as dirt right now. Um, I think I got it for $20 like six months after it came out. So it's uh, you, you should go find it and play it. It is well worth the time. Um, Especially if you like Japanese folklore and, and Japanese samurai folklore, yeah. films and things like that. Yeah. That's true. It is it is very Japanese in a good way. Um, so go play it. All there right. you go. Okay. Bye folks. Ciao. Ciao. <laughs>